Hey world, it's your host Marshall. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Run On Thoughts. Here we talk about everything and nothing because we are not afraid to be all of ourselves even as we evolve. And that's my thought for my fellow thought thinkers as we unpack our traumas, past hurts, and other BS. Y'all ready? Let's go. Let's go. Hey, Thought Thinkers, welcome to today's podcast. Before we get started, I want to stand in a place of gratitude and thank those who are joining for the first time and continue to show gratitude to those of you who have been on this entire journey with me. It is not easy to be in a place where you are unpacking and unlearning bad habits and things that have shaped us into who we are and not necessarily who we want to be. It is easier to go out into the world and seek things that feed those things in us that do not serve us because they are easy. So once again, thank you. And remember that you can always listen on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, and you can always go to SoundCloud or feel free to go to runonthoughts.com to listen to any and all podcasts that I have done to date. You can also read some of my blog posts and get to know who I am. You can also email me at think at runonthoughts.com if you have any questions that you want me to answer online. Now that we have gotten that out of the way, I want to say that today we are going to be talking about something, a concept that is simple, right? But not so easy to always execute. It's simple today, living in your truth. I realize that most of the things that I talk about, right? They sound easy to fix, but they are not always that easy to fix. Most of what I'm really trying to do with us as a family is to spark things, right? Everything is not going to stick and nor should it, especially if it really doesn't apply to who you really are. Because I can be honest and say that I am sharing with you guys who I am. I am sharing with you guys the things that I have learned and experienced on my life journey. And my goal is that you simply take what you need. Take what you need. My goal is to inspire you to live in your truth. And in order to live in your truth, you have to be willing to do two journeys sometimes at the same time. Because of the social conditioning, because of traditions, because of patriarchy, because of family, because of so many elements that help build who we are, we have to go back and see Are those things still serving who I am or the perception of who I am, right? Like, I believe that everybody has a past. Everybody has a past and everybody has a story from the past that will and has shaped who you are in the now and in the future, if that makes sense. So, like, I really try not to judge people because I know that that person has a story, right? A story that led them to exactly where they are right now in this moment. And my curiosity, that's a nice word for for me, for nosy, my curiosity makes me want to unpack who they are so that I can better understand. Sometimes with people, I have an ability to 
automatically know what they have been through just by who they are right now, right? There are these uh, measures that I see or there are um, common things that people who have been abused do or people who have been hurt or abandoned. The, 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 the abandonment issues that they have, the way that they move through the world, it is usually codependent on things that they are carrying with them from their past. And usually when you are carrying things from your past, you are unable to even see how those very things are affecting you in the now. And it is hard to live in your truth, especially when we have been conditioned to lie in order to fit in, especially when we have been conditioned to fit into one or the other box. Society makes no room for different, right? Right, and what about those of us who need to belong? That's a big one. I actually think that that one is stronger for many people because if you need to belong, then how can you exhibit you? How do you introduce yourself in a room if you are making an assessment that says that you need to fit in, right? Because if you need to fit in, then you can't belong. Because when you need to fit in, you become that thing, right? You become like those who you are trying to fit in. Belonging, belonging means that you get to be yourself and find a like-minded tribe or even a tribe not like you who accepts you as you are. It is very important because a need to fit in means that you are constantly changing who you are and actually getting away from who you are. And then you can travel so far in the wrong direction that you don't even know who you are. Because I believe that when you first lie to be accepted, you know that you're lying. But eventually that face becomes normal to you and you have lost the face of your real self. And that is kind of crazy, you know? So don't be afraid to not fit in. Because all of these things could be true. You could really be conditioned to lie. You could really need to belong. You can really be afraid that you may not fit in, right? Those are all true statements. But the goal is to unpack the why. I think one of the greatest questions our children ever ask us is why. And society and those who raised them kind of stop the curiosity because we get upset with the why. But the why teaches critical thinking. The why gives you answers greater beyond the surface. The, the why is looking for a greater space to exist in, right? Because we are all unique human beings. There are many things that human beings share as a collective, but we all got a unique DNA that says that you are you. But so many of us, I believe that the lies that we tell in part are part of what disrupts society, right? Because if I was born and I have a purpose or I have a purpose just to be me and I'm not being me, how can I travel through life, right? And, and meet the people that I'm supposed to meet. What if there are people out in the world who are there to serve me for my next portion of my journey? But if I am out in the world lying about who I am, then I cannot meet the right people on my life's journey because I need to fit in. And I'm going to tell you guys a story. It's no secret because I'm trying to be as transparent as humanly possible, but it is no secret that my mom died when I was very young. 
But even when I lived with my mom and my grandma and my grandmother's loving home, my grandmother was very loving and she accepted all of her grandchildren as they are. But I never fit in. And the truth is, I thought that I only didn't fit in there. And then as I got older, I realized that there were many spaces in which I did not feel like I belonged to a tribe, right? I always felt like I was so different and not different physically, right? I look like them. I have some attributes like them, but then there's this separate need for me to be my authentic self, whereas they are acting like each other. And I never had a desire to be like the pact. And yes, there were things that I did do. I did compromise who I am for a need to fit in, whether it was with boys, whether it was with people, right? And I knew it. And and people say to me, Marshall, how do you know that you're not living in your truth, right? Because some people are just rolling through life on the in, in the rat race and they don't even know that they don't know. Does that make sense? People don't even know that they don't know. And the truth is for me is that instinct, your gut instinct, it walks into a room, it doesn't feel comfortable. Your instincts are serving you. Your instincts are telling you that these are not your people, this is not your energy, this is not where you belong, but because you need to fit in, because society has told you that you need to do A, B, C, and D in order to build success, in order to feel love, in order to be accepted, in order to be liked, you keep moving through the room. And you don't even understand that you're moving through the room because somebody is behind you pushing you saying, go, 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 go. But those are not your people. Those are not your people. That is not the people that are like-minded with you. And it's not just them not being your people, right? Because I cannot be your people and still accept you as you are. But because, and some people are afraid of who they are, right? Because you may feel so out of the box that you are making a choice without even telling people who you are because you believe that the construct that has been set up, you are so far from the construct that has been set up that you deny even telling you your truth. So in denying telling you your truth, you deny telling others your truth, right? Like I have always been loud and colorful and adamant about standing in my truth. And because of that, I really didn't get bullied, right? Because I believe that one of the greatest assets that I learned while living in my grandmother's house was the ability to um, give it back, right? So that is a skill that I learned while living in my grandmother's house. If you say something crazy to me, my mouth is slick and I'm coming real fast. I have made a six second assessment of everything that is wrong with you. So if you attack me, I will attack you. So because of that, I was never really bullied. It's not that people didn't say mean or nasty things to me because they did. But it didn't infiltrate my spirit because I could say things back to them and then they would leave me alone because nobody really wanted to deal with the girl who was slick mouth. That was one of the reasons why I think I became a rapper. I enjoy words. I used to stutter. I think I told you guys that. And so when I say the word right or you hear me stall, that's because it's not because I want to say the word right. It's because I'm trying to catch my breath so that I don't stutter 
on the air with you guys. Does that make sense? Because I know some people don't like when you say right, right, right. For me, it's a coping mechanism. It is how I cope with the fact that I still stutter to this day. So I don't not stutter. I just have found ways in which to use words, time, and space so that it is not so bad, right? Does that make sense? But I'm not going to be ashamed that I stutter. There are people who have been ashamed of basic things. There are people ashamed of their moles. There are people ashamed of their skin. There are people ashamed of all different kinds of things because society has put that on them. There are people ashamed of disabilities. There are people, and I'd be like, wow, I get to walk through the earth as I am. And the more you accept you, the more others will accept you, right? Because the room also, just like you are assessing the room if you fit in, they are assessing you to see how strong you are. They are assessing if they can bully you. They are assessing if you're going to be a target, right? And they are using common sense to say, oh, she's an easy target. I'm not an easy target, so don't come for me because I'm coming for you. Nerd and all, right? I loved reading books as a child. I loved studying. I used to love walking around the neighborhood, looking at trees and dirt. And I don't even like nature. I think I just like... Uh, walking by myself. I love and I enjoy spending time alone. And for a long time, I used to feel guilty about spending time alone because people made me feel like I'm supposed to be yoked up with someone. And because of that, even the idea about love and relationships, I thought that I was supposed to be in a relationship because no matter what I had done, as a woman alone, I could not be full and complete and whole unless I had attached a man to it. So although I knew that I did not enjoy waking up to somebody every day, I do not enjoy cooking and cleaning and taking care of somebody other than children, I really love taking care of children. I love pouring into them. I love feeding and clothing and telling them stories and teaching them things. And I enjoy learning from them. I do not enjoy doing that for adults, even though people believe that I do because I love to keep my home clean. I enjoy cooking for the holidays. I enjoy cooking. But those are all things that I do for me, for you on my time. It is not about the responsibility of it, right? And because I believed that I had to be with a man and because I was raised in a society that said, women, thanks Jen, these are your words from yesterday, women suffer in relationships, right? And I know that men believe that they suffer, but because I am not a man, I will not and choose not to speak to the suffering that men experience, right? Because who the fuck am I to tell them how they feel? Just like I don't like when men mansplain women, I don't try to man, I don't try to womansplain men. But I can say that as women, when we're in our sister circles, we are being taught to suffer. I told you guys I was in a relationship with someone where I was going to give up Christmas. Get the fuck out of here. I was going to give up Christmas and live with the dog because they had a dog and they didn't celebrate Christmas. And while I was in the state of mad love, my brain was really willing to do it. But something in my gut wouldn't settle. Something in my gut would not settle. So one time we broke up over something else. 
No cheating because if you want to get rid of me, cheat on me. As anybody that I've ever been with, it is my non-negotiable. I wish I had more, right? I'm trying to build up a sense of strength to have more, but my spirit seems to be able to forgive many things. And that's one of the truths about me that I do not like. I do not like that I can forgive so many things. But cheating, y'all already know how I feel. It's not just the cheating. It's that I believe that cheating changes the person who is cheated on. And my truth says that if you cheat on me, I am fun and loving and all engaged. And after you have cheated on me, now you have taken that away from me because now I am hyper fixated on wondering where you are or what you are doing and how you are doing it. And because I don't trust you, I can't exist in the world fully and free. And because of that, now you, if you are not a disciplined man willing to do the real work, I can't trust you. And because I can't trust you, you're going to be mad at me and perhaps leave me. And I'm not with the shit. Right? But I try to ignore that that is my truth. Because when people say that women are more forgiving of cheating, it's not true. How can a woman be more forgiving of cheating if when a man cheats on her, she's looking through his stuff, she's busting windows out of his car, she's beating him, she's crying, she's emotionally depleted. It's not that she is more forgiving, it's because she has been conditioned to believe that all men cheat. So if all men cheat, then I have to accept this and accept that love is suffering and accept that it doesn't matter if I leave to the next man, he's gonna cheat too. So she is living through her pain, but that is not her truth, right? If cheating is really a, not a deal breaker for you, then you wouldn't be looking through his phone. Then you wouldn't be looking through his stuff. Then you wouldn't be crying. You would just accept that it's just as simple as him leaving Socks on the floor, right? But that's another thing because even a man's energy changes your home. And even in the, I want to talk about this next week. I want to talk about dating as we get older because I believe that some of us older people, we're still tackling dating like we're young. But the truth is that it changes. It changes. And in order to date now, you have to be willing to live in your truth. And some of those truths can be hard because some of those truths some of the truths that even I exist in now mean that it is going to be harder for me to find a partner who is willing to accept me as I am and the things that I want. Here we go about living in my truth. I'm going to share what I want in a relationship. Ooh, Lord, this is going to sound crazy. If you know me, you already know this. But to those of you who do not know me, then here it goes. I do not wish to live with any man. Mostly because I understand that there are so many things that I do not want to change about me. I want to be able to move freely I do not wish to take care of anyone at this time. Maybe it's because I was a teenage mom and I was on go from the very moment my son was born. I believe that if you had gotten me when my son was little, like a couple of men did, you would have experienced the sacrificial lamb of a woman who cooked, 
clean, worked, paid bills, did everything that I was supposed to do for everyone while I was looking crazy, suffering, and trying to do the best I could with everyone around me. There were times when I was working full-time, going to school full-time, keeping a 3.5 GPA, doing all of my assignments, checking all of my son's homework, still cooking every day for my son and whoever the man I was dating at the time, still doing everything above and beyond the call of duty and I was looking crazy. And then how dare you treat me with ill will or how dare you not put me on a pedestal or how dare you not understand the gift that you had in me. The problem is, wasn't a Yes, I'm given a gift, right? But I'm sacrificing my spirit. I'm sacrificing who I really am. I'm sacrificing what I really want because of love. Unhealthy love. It's unhealthy love because if I'm giving, right? And pouring into your cup and you are not pouring into my cup, that's not fair. And I'm not living in my truth. The worst mistake that I think that some men make if they know that they want a woman is giving her too much time. Maybe men need time, but I'm telling you, if you give a woman time, like everybody, those first initial weeks or months feel overwhelming and you feel a sense of loss, but then something happens. That first night I come in from work and you eat a bowl of cereal for dinner and you take a shower and you lather up and you put on your pajamas and you get in the bed and you find a good movie and then you get with your girlfriends and you start traveling around the world and doing things and having experiences and you start living the life that you want. Woo! It is not that women don't want to be in relationships but the minute you have had a relationship with yourself, it takes a special, special kind of person to make you not want to do that anymore. I do not want to have to come home and cook and clean and do your laundry and ask you where I can go and ask you what I'm doing. I think it's because at this age, right, when you're younger, and you're in a relationship, it is for the purpose of building a family. At this age, I am not building a family. So I don't see any benefit of living with you. I don't see any benefit of those things because I can take care of myself in those ways. And none of this means that I do not want a partner. I do want a partner, right? I want a confidant. I want a companion partner. I want someone that I can go on trips with, someone that I can sh go on adventures with, someone that we can go to weddings and, and, and work things. I want someone that I can talk to. For me, the biggest lesson is that, <coughs> excuse me, for me, the biggest lesson is that I simply don't want to live with someone. I want someone who runs their own household exactly the way they want. Because I allow my son, his friends, kids, I all growing up to come in my refrigerator to take things. That's my love language, right? I had food trauma, so that's a big deal for me. Them taking food or packing things in their bag and all this other kind of foolishness. I don't want to move into your house and listen to your rules. I don't want to, I have no desire to give up Christmas. So yes, 
It is important for me now to meet someone who stands in their truth, but allows me to stand in my truth and we get to not work. Everybody's like, oh, you got to sacrifice. And I'm like, I'm not sacrificing shit. I'm not giving up Christmas. I don't want to live with any animals. I just told Jamal Bryant, the pastor yesterday, say um, he's not living with no cats and no dogs. And I go, you see how easy that was for him as a man? As a man, he was adamant about the fact that he's not living in a household with dogs and cats. And yet, here I was, I was going to sacrifice the fact that I don't even like pets like that. I don't even understand the, I, I get that they bring love, but I just don't get it, okay? And I don't got to get it. I respect those who get it. And I think that for those who get it, they should find a partner who gets it as well. I don't want to live with animals. And yet, I was expected to accept the shit. But when the pastor said it so easy, I shared it with my friends and I was like, ain't this some shit? He said she will have a fish. And then the other girl said, how do you reject something that you've never experienced? And he made a good point. He said, have you ever tried crack? You don't want to try that? Same. I never had a dog or a cat, but I know that I don't want a dog or a cat, right? Some of us have enough common sense and critical thinking to be able to look through the lives of other people and see pieces and parts of it that you do not want for yourself, right? Would I have adjusted over time to the dog? I'm sure I would have adjusted over time to the dog, but for a long time, the, my gut instinct would be, what the fuck are you doing here, girl? Because I was not going to be living in my truth. I was going to be ignoring my truth for the sake of love, not love, for the sake of a man. For the sake of having a partner. For, for the sake of feeling whole. But you shouldn't have left me out here by myself. Because what you did was force me to see that the life that I am living is whole and happy and free. And if it doesn't come with better than what I already provide for myself, it's a whole fuck no out this motherfucker because now I have a need and a desire to live in my truth but that is because I have unpacked all of the things that have led me here and that is what I want you guys to do unpack your abandonment issues right because I've said this too. You don't have abandonment issues. Your daddy had issues. Or your mother had issues. Or that man had issues. You were just the recipient of the shit. But it doesn't mean that you are unloving or unworthy to be loved. It means that they had issues. But because we live in a society that puts all the weight on the victim, you have been conditioned to believe that you are the problem. And I am here to tell you that you are not the problem. The same way I have told you guys that if you have been sexually abused, you are not the problem. The fact that you are hurting because someone hurt you is understandable. But the weight of feeling like you are dirty and damaged because of somebody else's sick perversion should have no weight on who you are. That is what this entire podcast journey is for me is about. It is about the unpacking all of the weight, the baggage that you are carrying so that you can live in your whole truth. Your whole 
truth. And I'm telling you, even the unpacking is hard because if you have been simply dragging the baggage along, some of you don't even know what's in the baggage. Some of you don't even know that it's the perception of what you have experienced that is the problem, right? You don't even know that the things that you have seen and heard have shaped who you are. They have shaped whether or not you seek out healthy relationships. They have shaped whether or not you seek out unhealthy relationships. They have shaped everything. And yet, it's a lot of work. And I really wanted to do this podcast today because I wanted to say that I understand that sometimes what I am asking us to do sounds easy, but when you stop listening and you have to go out into the world and apply it and really do the work, at first it is shitty. I don't know why the universe works that way. I don't know why the house got to get dirty when you're cleaning before it gets clean, right? I don't know why when you're planting is dirty first before it gets beautiful. Everything is a mess before it gets beautiful. And that's just what it is. You can keep brushing shit underneath the rug. You can keep unseeing it. You can keep having a bad stomach because you are trying to be liked. Because you are trying to be liked by being like people instead of coming to the table as who you are. As who you are, sweetie. It's so important, right? Even when you live in your truth, right? It's your truth to you. Because most of what I'm talking about is not how you choose to go through the world. But even if you are not being your whole self in real life on purpose, because you're trying to get indoors or you are trying to do something, you still must know who you are inside. And I'm telling you that when you get to know who you are inside and you begin the process of liking her, and if there are things that you don't like about yourself, changing them slowly. You don't have to share it with nobody. Explore where that comes from. Explore where that thing that you don't like about yourself comes from and change it. Change the shit. But remember, everything that we discuss is an unpacking for the main purpose of today, living in your truth. I'm tired of talking to you. Bye.